All right, guys. Well, welcome to the uh, special edition bonus episode uh, you're going to get for this uh, for this week. So, uh, fun little ex- bonus episode from us. Uh, Gable still doesn't know what it is, and I'm really excited to tell him. Uh, oh, oh no. you know what? I'm going to need to get a beer for this real fast. Give me two seconds. I apologize. Well, this is definitely going to be interesting. I wonder what was worthwhile for him to get a beer for this. <laughs> All right, and I'm back. Sorry about that, guys. I was going to do that before we did this, but I forgot all about it. I'm, I'm, I'm just really excited to do this. So, Gables, I mean, yeah. you don't know what this is. I, I've been, okay. I've been, I, I've told you about it before we before we started recording the original show. Um, I, I, I put more time into this than I'm willing to admit. I was going, I was going to go a lot deeper into it, and I'll get to that in a second. But I made you a bracket, buddy. A bracket. An NCAA style bracket. Um, okay. I've, I, you know, so there's a, a streamer that I, I, he's also, he works for kind of funny, uh, Barrett Courtney, no relation. Okay. Um, he does like brackets, uh, every week on his Twitch streams. And then it kind of, um, and I'm like, Oh, it'd be fun to do them. I was thinking about like, Oh, cool little brackets and kind of funny. He did one, uh, for the, their, uh, PlayStation show, PSO, uh, PS, I love you XOXO. And I'm like, Oh, like it got me like, they did one that was like their, they like, did the 64 best uh they like they did a bracket for the 64 like um best ps4 exclusive games like console exclusive okay. games and i'm just like oh man i'm like that gave me even more going i'm like oh man i really want to do a bracket but i'm like what is it going to be and i'm like like you know i was thinking like do like small like because I've, I've always wanted to do like more of them but i never really knew like I'm, like do we want to do big ones do we do want small ones like we've done a couple in the past we've done a few in the past as well um but gables i made you a personal one okay i went back I thought about it. I'm like, how long have we been doing the show for? I'm like, all right, we've done, we've done, it's been over seven years. We've done seven game of the game of the year shows, but yeah. in 2013 we only did the top five. For the other six, in 2014 through 19 we did the top ten. So that's 65 games that we've ranked in the last seven years. Or yeah. so I made you. I went back and fun fact. I have them all like written down. I'm like, I have this like little. Like journal type thing that I always keep my notes in for like for the show or if I'm like doing uh, like I always write down a top 10 list every year and that's how I figure out like our overall game of the year and stuff and but I did not have 2013 so today I had to go back and listen to our 2013 game of the year show which is like episode like 26 that we did um, wow yeah so I did some I did some I did like I said I put more time in this than I wanted to or I thought I was going to and I really want to talk about but um, I did um, I what's really hard is finding an actual like just bracket that doesn't cost money or that isn't like <laughs> that isn't like really hard to do. I actually found this like I like I found this instantly like uh, Google Doc and I just deleted out all the schools and I just typed in all of your games. So what I okay. did, I hope this makes sense. I've tried to think how am I gonna explain this. So what I did is I did I I broke them down. Okay, here's all your ones, twos, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nines, and tens over the last. You know, over, over the course of seven different, you know, our list that we've done. So we have one playing game. So we have uh, the bottom two ten seeds for our the the, the bottom two ten uh, games that were number ten on your list. I put into a its own playing playing game. Uh, okay. But my, what I originally was going to do is I was going I wrote it all down. I was like, all right, I'm going to look at the Metacritic score. And I'm going to I'm going to rank them by Metacritic score. Like, I'm like I'm already like three hours into this i'm not doing that <laughs> like, i'm not gonna look up 65 different <laughs> games so what i did is i broke them down 
Uh, all right, here's here's all the ones he's had for the last for the last seven years, and I broke them down. So like, um, 2013's got the number one overall seed, but then you know obviously there's four one. You, we all know how the the, the the bracket works. There's four different brackets of 16 teams, and then the rank one through 16. One plays 16, eight plays nine, five plays 12, four plays 13, six plays 11, three plays 14, seven plays 10, two plays 15, all the way through. Um, and Gables, I know you 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 know how the, the insulated bracket works, correct? Yes, and you know how I mean. Everybody knows how brackets work, yes, in general. But uh, so I, I put a lot of time in this, so <laughs> I'm really excited. I'm gonna do my next week. Oh my god! Because uh, it, it took a little bit. I, I was gonna do a, both of ours this week, so I, I didn't think. I figured I'm like, I was looking at the content. I'm like, we're gonna have like a 30 minute episode. So I want to spread out some more. But <laughs> we went over. We went over a, lo, a little over an hour. So I'm like, fuck it. We can just do our little fun things, and I'll I'll probably just do we'll probably just do the same thing for mine next week. Um, but anyways, Gables, I actually went through and I uh, named each bracket. So Brad, oh I, I'll tell you what the what the, the matchups are here soon. Uh, I can't wait because they're gonna be fun for you. But the first bracket is called the Hodgepodge bracket. Okay. Okay. Bracket number two is Jack's credit card bracket. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> bracket number three is Into the Darkness uh, bracket. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, bracket number four is. Gable's mom, uh, Gable's mom made tacos night. <laughs> it's a bit of a mouthful, but <laughs> that's, that's the that's the bracket names. Uh, or I'll, I'll just call it a Taco Night at Gable's house. How about that? Uh, that bracket. <laughs> so, um, I'm gonna run through. I'll, I'll give them their first round matchups real fast. Uh, so, in the hodgepodge bracket, uh, we have seed number one, Pokemon X and Y, versus seed sixteen, Grow Home. Oh, okay. All right. So we'll All we'll, right. we'll just go through. I think we'll go through. We'll go round by round. I think is the best way to do this. So Gables, idea. what's what is it? Pokemon X and Y. Or, actually, real fast before I get to this, it's funny. So when I wrote down like the when I write down the the names of the games when we when we we like, I write them down live as like we, we you make the announcements what your yes. games are. But I always just write I always write like Fire Emblem or Pokemon or Tetris or whatever. And I'm like and I had like I was doing this today. I'm like. What fucking Pokemon game came out in 2018? I'm like, so I had to go back and look at 19, 18, 17, and 16. I'm like, fuck, what came out those years? So I have to do this every year because there, there's like a new, I forgot there's a new fucking Pokemon game we got in here. But uh, so that took me a little more time. There's actually, there's a Tetris game that you had on your list in like, what was it, 2000, I want to say like 17 or 16, 18, 2016. And I can't for the life of me figure out what fucking Tetris game it is. So it's just called Tetris. Um, if I was 99. No, that was last year. This is like 2016. Um, oh, shit. Is on your list. I'm like, maybe it was Tetris effect. I'm like, no, that came out the year after. So I don't know what fuck Tetris game it is, but you have a Tetris game on your goddamn, uh, top 10 list. So, um, I don't know. Hopefully, Man. hopefully you remember what it is. Cause I don't. So Gables, uh, in the hodgepodge bracket, Pokemon X and Y versus grow home. What do you got? Obviously I'm going to go with Pokemon X and Y because I enjoyed both those games more so than Grow Home. Okay, obviously. Okay. <laughs> I completely forgot what Grow Home was when I wrote that down. I'm like, what the fuck? I had to, I had to Google it. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that game. So, in the 8 versus 9 matchup. This is, some of these are pretty pretty crazy because it's like like I said, like, you know, some like some of the games that were number 1 on your list are also like the 2 seeds. So it's like some of these like are be tough for matchups. I can't wait till we get later on. But in the eight versus nine oh matchup, God. at number eight, in the eight seed, Bioshock Infinite versus the ninth seed, Pokemon Ultra Sun Ultra Moon. <laughs> okay, 
Oh man, I'm automatically from the get-go here. This is going to be interesting. So you have Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, and then you have freaking Bioshock Infinite, man. Mm-hmm. That's right, Bioshock Infinite was on my top ten list all those years. It ago. was. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go back and look here. Give me a second. Give me a second. I got it written down. It was number five of 2013. Wow. Yeah. So that was been like one of the actually our that was our first, first year. Year. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, and I'm thinking about this. I really did enjoy the... I did enjoy, for the most part, you know, the story of Bioshock Infinite. I definitely love, like, the uh, figures that you could do, like the uh, the freaking octopus, that splash octopus type of shit, and then, mm-hmm. like, the murder of crows was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. But Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, yeah, that's, that's definitely something that was better than the previous iteration, and during the year that I played... Pokemon Ultra Sun and stuff like that. I did enjoy my time with the game in and of itself. Ooh, it's a little bit difficult to me because it's like both games are definitely good quality in terms of the gameplay, in terms of the factors that, uh, in terms of the factors that I played them through from beginning to end. I did enjoy what I played and stuff, but in regards of gameplay stuff, and no, just in regards of just in general. I know this is pretty much one of the Gable's answers to say, though, but I would go Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon over Bioshock Infinite. Okay. I, but let you know, I typed that. I put in Pokemon Ultra Sun Moon, like, immediately, so. Well, you know me too well. <laughs> I do. I do. So, moving on to the 5 seed versus the 12 seed. So, in the 5 seed, Goat Simulator. In the 12th okay. seed, Destiny 2. Who you got? <laughs> Goat Simulator or Destiny 2? Oh my god. This is actually going to be a difficult one for me because <laughs> I enjoyed the shit out of Goat Simulator. And you know what? Destiny 2, even though even though I stopped playing it like a few years ago, like what? It was like January of 2018. And the last time I played it was with some friends and stuff finishing up the regular campaign. And what's, what's most hilarious about it is it's like I got... I actually got the fucking... Uh, Platinum. Forsaken... I actually got not the platinum. Oh, I think it's oh my god! I got the uh, freaking uh, the Forsaken Destiny Two disc and stuff like that that I got for discount, like at five bucks at Walmart. Oh yeah, that's ago. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but okay. uh, oh my gosh! Oh my god! I had so much fun playing Goat Simulator as well. Oh man, that's some funny shit. But at the same time, man, oh god. I'm actually kind of racking my brain because it's like I I enjoy both of those fucking games, but uh, what would I go with here? I'm gonna go with I am definitely gonna go with fucking Goat Simulator. All right, all right. so so far it's been chalk. So far it's been chalk. All the higher seeds have won. All right, very cool. I, that was that was the first that was a toss up for me when I first when I first typed that one out. So, moving on to the fourth seed versus the thirteenth seed at number four seed, Dragon Ball Fighters. Okay. Versus number thirteen seed, Bloodborne. Oh shit! Oh shit! There we go. <laughs> 
Let's see, I definitely have played more so of Dragon Ball Fighters than I have of Bloodborne, but Bloodborne definitely is a fantastic fucking game in its own right. Even though I still haven't finished it, and I still fucking need to get past a certain section of that game. Hmm. But you know what? I've definitely loved playing Dragon Ball Fighters. It's definitely scratched that itch that I've had for a long time of a 3v3 Marvel vs. Capcom style of uh, fighting game. So I'm going to go with Dragon Ball Fighters. Nice. Okay. All right. So four seed wins. So this is the so the next one here. This is I don't know if there's any more, but this is the first one I I I I can see in the first round. The only one I can see so far in the first round, where it's two games that came out in the exact same year that just happened to land in the first the first round here. It's okay. no, the number six seed versus the number eleven seed. The number six seed, Untitled Goose Game, versus Mario Maker Two at the eleven seed. What do you got? <laughs> oh, if we're sticking Wait, no. if we're sticking with you know because both these games go out the same year. You had yeah, Goose, uh, Until Goose Game was number three, and I believe Mario Maker was number uh, eight that year. Well, you know what? Last year. So. I did enjoy Mario Maker 2, but at the same time, I enjoyed Untitled Goose Game more because that was fucking hilarious, and yeah. I had so much of a ball just being an asshole goose. Yeah, I mean, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it was actually your number six game of last year. So, Are you going Goose Game then? Wow. Yeah, I'm going on title right. goose. Cool. All right, moving on. So this one, we have the third seed versus the 14th seed. Uh, we have here at number three seed, 2014 Super Smash Brothers Wii U versus number f- the the n- last year's, uh, I believe it was number, yep, it was your eighth rated game of last year. It was uh, 2019's Persona 5 Dancing All Night. Oh, wow. Are we going to have a oh. first upset here? You know what? I didn't really play a hell of a lot of Smash Brothers, like for the Wii U, yeah, I because the... I played so much on the 3DS. Yeah, I was the same <laughs> way. I remember because I was looking at my top my top ten list for that year in 2014. It was just like same thing. Where it's like I, by the time the Wii U version came out, I was I was burned out because of 3DS. So you know what? It's going to be a controversial thing, but I'm going to go with Persona Five Dancing in Starlight. Oh, Dan- yeah. Sorry, Dancing in Starlight. I just wrote dance down because I, I couldn't fit. So yeah, and I'll tell so, you why. I'll tell you why too, because that freaking dancing game that was so addicting and it was so hilarious. It was during that same year that I played through the two other iterations: Persona Four, Dancing All Night, and Persona Three, Dancing in Moonlight. And then with Starlight and stuff, that was definitely a fun game, and I enjoyed playing the tracks over and over again. And I've played through even more so now because I have played through most of Persona 5 Royal which by the way I am going to finish that damn game I'm 90 hours in I'm not going to put that game on ice almost halfway <laughs> good job <laughs> <laughs> oh I love Smash games and stuff but Smash for the Wii U was definitely not as uh, definitely not was as memorable for me because like you stated previously both of us played the game mostly on the 3DS and by that point when the Wii U version came out, I bought it, I played it. It's still a great game, but I played and enjoyed Persona 5 Dancing in Starlight more. All right. Very cool, though. That's awesome. Um, I get that. I, was, I, was, I, I kind of saw that one coming when I wrote that. I put that down. But moving on, we have this 7 and 10 matchup here. At number 7, we have Fire Emblem Birthright uh, versus number 10, Earthbound Beginnings. 
Wow. Holy shit, we got like two RPGs against each other right here. There's going to be a lot of Pokemon and Fire Emblem in this. I did not realize. I knew you were a big fan of both. I didn't know how big a fan. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what? Well, you know what? Like, uh, Fire Emblem Birthright was definitely a fun game. That was the 3DS. Was, definitely... was that the first 3DS one? Actually, no, it was the second one, because Awakening was the first one. Oh, I always mix those two up. Okay, okay. Because Awakening so was on the first, by the way. Yeah, I, I kind of figured <laughs> that one. But, like, for... Yeah, Birthright was a part of, like, a trilogy of Fire Emblem games released around that time with Conquest and... Uh, oh, my gosh. There was a third one that was, like, downloadable only on the 3DS. However... Let's see, Earthbound Beginnings was definitely something near and dear to me because, for one, I have been a fan of the Earthbound series for a long time, starting with Super Smash Bros. for the 64 and learning subsequently about it over the years with Starman.net and also with all sorts of various hardcore fans clamoring for ports of Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings and stuff. So when the Earthbound Beginnings finally came out on the Wii U of all platforms... It colored me freaking fucking excited. And even so, playing through that game, it was fucking weird. It, And what I mean by that, it was fucking weird in a good way. Because, in a sense, I was playing an actual full-on new Nintendo game released at, in what was it, like 2014, 2015 or something like that? Um, oh, gosh. I think it was around that time because by then it was pretty much the Wii U's life cycle was on pretty much close to its death spin. 2014. This, yeah, 2014. Okay. I did have a lot of fun with Earthbound Beginnings and stuff. Well, let's see. So, you know what? I'm going to go with another controversial one. I'm going to go with Earthbound Beginnings or Fire Emblem Birthright okay. because... Yeah. I enjoyed that story. I enjoyed that gameplay. And the final boss battle and that that scene where you have your three characters. You know, you have Ninten, you have Anna, and you have Lloyd. Looking in the background, it's all dark. It's all ominous and stuff. And all of a sudden, you see this gigantic alien ship just, like, go through and raise, like, start rising up in the distance. And all of a sudden, you get to face off against this, uh, this alien monster and stuff. And to be perfectly honest with you, the whole story and aspect I felt was better told inside Earthbound Beginnings because it had to resolve it revolved around an alien by the name of Gigu who uh, is like the precursor to the sequel game the enemy that you face in the sequel game called Gygus definitely love Earthbound Beginnings it may not be like the Maybe, like, the best, like, sort of, like, RPG from back then. But it was definitely difficult. Definitely had its parts. But the story was strong. The gameplay was fun and addictive. And you know what? Having a guy close in hand definitely helped things. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Earthbound Beginnings. All right. And then the last matchup in the first round of the HodgePodge uh, bracket. Number two seed, Mario Odyssey versus Gable's favorite game of all time at number 15 seed. Ghost Recon Wildlands. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and click it in place, but I still love it. <laughs> Goodbye, Mario Odyssey. Oh, my God. You know what's funny? 
I freaking platinumed Wildlands. I know, you hate the game so much, though. It's funny. Oh, man, I know. From back in the day, it's like... Oh, God, back in the day, that was like freaking two years ago. But, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go Super Mario Odyssey, because that game was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, that was from 2000... (laughs) God, that was in 2016... 17. 17, 17, yep. All right, Mario Odyssey. All right, now we're moving on to the next bracket here, Jack's credit card. Uh... We have at the number one seed versus number 16. This is actually a pretty cool, pretty crazy matchup. Uh, but number one, number one seed, Mario Maker 1. Okay. Versus number two seed, or number six, I'm sorry, number 16 seed, Cuphead. Wow. Okay. Because you had uh, in 2000, uh, what was it? You had Cuphead as the number 10 in 2017. That's how it fell. Well, so that's far. right. And it's kind of the same case as, like, back then. The only reason why I had it down on the number 10 is because I played the game, but I never finished the game. Mm-hmm. I went through the first entire first world or first, like, stage area and stuff, and uh, I didn't continue on past then because, well, I lost interest, and then I went to do something else. But I'll tell you what, man. Super Mario Maker definitely was a fantastic game. It was one of the first of its kind for Nintendo to where you could create your own Mario stages, upload your levels and stuff to that stuff. I have some great memories with that game. Mm. So I'm going to go Super Mario Maker. All right. Very cool. Uh, all right. I was actually, I was like, this was like the one I was looking at for like the one versus 16s. I'm like, this could be the first, the real upset right here. But uh, no, I'm, 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 he made the decision. But number the now moving on to the next one here. Number eight versus nine seed. Number eight, we have Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist. Versus number nine, Resident Evil 2. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, this is actually an equal battle, on equal footings. I love Yu-Gi-Oh! I love playing Yu-Gi-Oh! But you know what? Even though I never finished this, I like Resident Evil 2 more. (laughs) Oh boy, boy. (laughs) This is the okay. What? All right, all right. I don't like it, but I'll, I'm put. I'm typing it. All right, typing it in. Okay. Oh my god. All right. Okay. Right, hurts, I think hurts it's because my interest in Yu-Gi-Oh has really waned over the past like few years. Mm-hmm. I still love playing the card game. I still will, but at the same time, when I played Resident Evil Two, when I started going through the uh, beginning aspects of it, and also towards like the middle portions of that game, and all of a sudden encountering the the liquor for the first time, something like that was a fucking hilarious shit especially when i was going to the room and i'd see the damn thing right behind me, like oh no we don't mm. <laughs> i played i played both those games in the last couple months and you can like i see the duel still holds up so i'm pointing out well yeah it does hold up i agree with you it's still a fun game yeah but uh moving on here we have the number five versus the 12th seed here we have number five seed sonic mania versus the 12th seed sekiro Ooh, ooh, here we go Sekiro did have fun combat. Mm-hmm. Hard as balls. Mm-hmm. I still haven't gotten past that first boss. But I'll tell you something. Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania. The first time I booted that game up and I started playing that game, instantly, my mind flashed back to when I was five years old playing Sonic 1 of the Genesis at a cousin's house. It gives me great happiness and satisfaction back then when I first played it that I got that same feel and I got that rare feel it's like oh my god I'm playing a new Sonic game 
a new retro Sonic game in like what was it 2018 or something like that? Uh, 2017. Yeah, 2017. When I played that, and it felt like an actual first time I played a Sonic game, I got emotional. I'm gonna admit, I'm gonna admit that right now, man. It's like it was awesome playing through that entire game, seeing all the various elements that they did, especially M2 that company and stuff, that super fan that later went through and helped Sega actually produce a great Sonic game that was pretty much unheard of because they were freaking having all these random crap in terms. Even Sega, even themselves, at one point forgot how to make a fucking good Sonic game. And then all of a sudden (laughs) Sonic Mania comes out because a fan project inspired them to go through and look into this dude that later became, like, uh, one of the driving forces behind M2 when they're, like, initial stuff. Sonic Mania is definitely going over Sekiro. Good. Uh, you made the right call. I figured that's what you're going to do, but I was worried. You had me scared there. All right, moving on. This is this one shocked me. I completely forgot about this game existing, but uh, it was actually your number three favorite game from 2013. The, the, okay. number, the number four seed, Guacamelee. Okay. Versus the 13th seed, ARMS. Oh. Arms. Well, you know what? Arms, I did go through and, like, I played through the entirety of the... Actually, I went through the entire, like, campaign multiple times with all... Actually, no, the arcade mode multiple times with all the different characters, even the new ones, like, after release. But I'll tell you what, man. Guacamelee, it holds a place in my heart, man. It has all of the fun aspects that I enjoy at Metroidvania's. And what's hilarious about it, it has even more stuff I love about it because there's random memes spread it in, like with different video games, different characters, but there's also the number one thing that I like, and that's well actually one of the one of the many things I like, and that's professional wrestling. Mm. And so going to Lucha Libre and doing all this other shit, like all these wrestling moves, doing pile drivers and doing all this other shit. Man, Guacamelee is definitely the game I pick. Okay, cool. All right, then. Moving on. We have the 6 versus 11 matchup here. We have Kirby Triple Deluxe versus maybe the most shocking game, and I completely forgot you did it, and it's funny that it wasn't me, but it was you that did it. The Forza Horizon Fast and Furious Path. (laughs) 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 I gotta look up what year it was. What year did you put it in? That was a free game too on Xbox Live. Yeah, oh. 2015. It was your number seven game of the year. Was the free update for Forza Horizon and Fast and the Furious. And Fast the Oh my Forza Horizon Two had that freaking oh the Fast and the Furious DLC or whatever the hell. It was actually a full on game. It was a full on playable game inside there with the various missions of it. And I enjoyed it back then because. It had a lot of good set pieces. It had a lot of good, like, physical things, though. But I'll tell you what. With Kirby Triple Deluxe, I actually went through and I completed that damn game. Even though I loved playing that fucking racing game, Kirby Triple Deluxe, I'm going to pick. Because that is definitely a fucking (laughs) hilarious matchup. Yeah. I I even... Actually, the only reason why I remember that Fast and the Furious stuff is because randomly when I boost my... When I turn on my Xbox One... That damn wallpaper I said all those years ago pops up. I'm like, That's awesome. oh yeah, I did play that game. That's awesome. 
<laughs> I didn't even play that. I should tell you where we're at with, with that thing. That's hilarious, though. Uh, but moving on here. This oh, this is going to be a fun one. The number three seed versus the 14th seed. And the three seed, Doom 2016 versus oh, the shit. 14th seed, Splatoon. Oh, shit. Mm. Here we go. Well, you know what? Here's the thing that Doom has the advantage over Splatoon in this case and scenario. Doom, I've actually played through the campaign twice. Mm. And I maintained the enjoyment from beginning to end on both times that I've played it. Once on PS4, the other on Switch. Yes, I played Doom on Switch. Yeah, that's Doom a- 2016 on the Switch. And it ran fucking fantastic in handheld mode. And I'll tell you what... Some of my favorite fucking reactions from old coworkers when I was playing my Switch and I was just going through Gun and Demons is all of a sudden it's like it's like all of a sudden I was like what like a lot of the freaking coworkers that were like the younger me it's like what are you playing it's like it sounds pretty violent it's like yeah I'm playing Doom and I show them and it's like holy shit you're playing Doom <laughs> that's awesome Splatoon the original Splatoon was definitely a fantastic game I loved it because it was definitely quirky it had a lot of good elements in the puzzles and everything. In any other type of matchup, I would have I would have picked that game. Doom twenty sixteen is definitely the one I'm picking. Fantastic, fantastic. All right, moving on to the number seven seed versus the ten seed. This is where we're confused. This is Smash Ultimate, okay, okay versus number ten Tetris. Because I don't know what fucking Tetris it is, but you had a Tetris game in there. <laughs> I can't figure it out. Man, I'll tell you what. I love Tetris, but at the same time. Smash Brothers Ultimate is the definite better game because of all the characters included, including whatever the hell else that Sakurai is going to announce from here until eventually that damn DLC pass finishes. I think the end of next year, yeah. Oh, probably. But oh my god. What other game can you say is pretty much like the gamer's what dream of who is who inside of one game? All these stages, all the music, all the fun-ass gameplay shit that you're going to be experiencing from years on end on the Switch. Yeah, that's the better Smash game, and definitely okay. that's the better game. All right. Well, we got Tetris again here in your next one. That would have been funny, yeah. though, if Tetris would have won in that one, because you, you possibly could have had a Tetris versus Tetris matchup. Um, but <laughs> at the number 15 seed, Tetris 99. This yeah. was your uh, number uh, 9 rated game from last year. Versus your number one, actually, so there's two games, two different ones in the first round from last year's games here. So this should be an obvious win for you. So your number one game from last year, Fire Emblem Three Houses. <laughs> so Tetris 99, put it in there. <laughs> oh my god, that's kind of a joke matchup right here. I'm going to go with Fire Emblem Three Houses. All right, All right. moving on. <laughs> no to, explanations. Yeah, oh, yeah, hopefully you don't need one now. All right, moving on to the next bracket here, the... Uh, Jake into the darkness bracket. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully it finds a light someday. Uh, Number one versus the 16 matchup here. Mario Kart 8. This is the Wii U version versus Battleborn. Oh my god, I did have Battleborn on my list. That game was fun. It was a fun game. It was the uh, number, your your, uh, 10th rated game for 2016. Oh, that's right. I had that game. I still still have that game. The the online still works until the end of the year. Oh, until the end of the year. Oh, yeah, that's why it's so heavily discounted. Um, Good game. Oh, my God. Mm. Are you really thinking about this? 
I forgot what the first Mario game Kart was. Eight. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, oh well, no, he's losing his mind. <laughs> Mario Kart Eight for Wii U. No man, no man, I'm just getting tired. Yeah, Mario Kart Eight is definitely the winner. Like, God, he scared me. <laughs> I there was a, scared you there. Oh like, my God. Oh no. Oh no. I, I, already, I already typed it in and moved on. I was like, what's going on here? All right, <laughs> number eight versus nine seed, Danganronpa for PS Vita versus A Way Out. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> I enjoyed both of those games immensely. I still want... I, I, I posted our uh, way out, a lot of our Way Out playthroughs on our YouTube channel, and I still yeah. go back and watch some of those clips to this day because they're fun to watch. Oh, yeah, that, that was fucking hilarious. And what was more hilarious is like hearing you getting angry every time I beat you in a minigame. <laughs> God, f- <laughs> fucking Connect, Connect 4. He's a mastermind. Connect 4. It's like, yeah, I got you there. I, I got you there. Like, I beat Fuck. you in arm wrestling, though. I got you on that one. I was like, one out of seven ain't bad. I'll tell you what. What was most hilarious is like, I just started sitting on a freaking swing set. All of a sudden, you join me on here, and you see both of my characters staring at each other. It's like, yeah, this, this is, is weird. weird. Yeah, let's get <laughs> off. <laughs> oh my god! All those moments that we had playing that game, where it's like we were. We're communicating with each other. We were obviously we're recording the entire thing and stuff, and like all those like teamwork moments, all the syncopation stuff. That I can actually say was the best game that I played from EA in quite a long while until that True. point. Same. Okay. Definitely good quality game. But I'll tell you what, man, Danganronpa. That original game, Jesus Christ, that game threw me for a loop because of so many twists and turns in terms of character development. In terms of all sorts of like various other shenanigans and stuff, it was definitely it was by by a case by case basis. What made that game great was you had that aspect of the whole battle royale feel, where it's like it, like like students versus students inside a Hope Speak Academy, right? A lot of the characters are fairly interesting, and on the surface level, you thought you know a character and stuff. Until all of a sudden you dive deeper when Monokuma, that freaking like, uh, that freaking being or something like that, that bear, goes forth and uh, has you try to kill each other and stuff like that based upon like what type of motivation, what's going to be the embarrassing secret he's going to unveil or whatever type of shit that he was going to do. And I'll tell you what, man, a lot of that stuff was a major mindfuck because of all the other, because of, uh, the motivations behind what one character would do to kill another, or even like certain cases and stuff where multiple people are killed inside one thing, and you have to try to figure out how the fuck did this happen. And all the investigations were fun and stuff. I'll tell you what, it was one of the few games on PlayStation Vita I played. I played through case by case, and I was literally inside of like my room. All of a sudden, I I turned off the game right, and I was just literally pacing around my room thinking about the the concepts and the characters and all the other shit after i like i finished playing that game i'm like holy shit this went to this that went to that you know it was definitely a great game for its kind so you know i did enjoy playing a way out with you tyler and that definitely was a fun game but i gotta go with danganronpa okay. because the gameplay and the story was definitely a fantastic experience okay and it definitely is something, you know, for anyone that wants to enjoy a good story game, go ahead and invest in the Danganronpa series. It's a visual novel sort of thing. It's sort of like a Phoenix Wright style of game where you get to choose all sorts of various options and all this other stuff. Fun fact, I did get 
I think it was like a month or two ago, I got all three of those games on Steam for on sale. Nice. So I can finally play through Danganronpa 3, because that's the only one besides that spin-off Ultra Despair Girls, or whatever the hell it is, that I haven't played through yet. <laughs> well, all right. Well, moving on here. I, Oops, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, let's go. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead and finish. Now, like I was going to say before I move on to the next one is like, I was thinking about potentially streaming games like A Phoenix Wright or games like Danganronpa because those are the type of games where it will lure in people to go and watch and say, okay, what's going to happen next? How's this going to do, you know? <laughs> well, very cool, man. But moving on here to our uh, 5 versus 12 matchup, Pokemon Sun and Moon, so the original Pokemon Sun and Moon, versus uh-huh. Spider-Man PS4. Mm. At the 12 seed. So 5 versus 12 here. You know what, Tyler? I did like Pokemon Sun and Moon. I definitely did have my fun with them, but I know that... Uh, I know it's Spider-Man on PS4. I know that's the better game. Mm-hmm. Why? Because even during that extra life, where that was the first year where I played through the entirety of the 24 hours, and I spent like about six and a half hours inside that game exploring things and doing all sorts of this and that, I cannot say the same for Pokemon Sun and Moon. I loved their... I love their updates retrospectively now that released a year after much more than I do with the original Sun and Moon, making those two games kind of pointless now. Yeah, they made them pointless <laughs> in that past. retrospect. Mm-hmm. But what's fun? What's funny about it is like Spider-Man for PS4. I have not played that game since I did that Extra Life stuff, and I almost got all the collectibles in that goddamn game. Yeah, but I definitely want to finish that. So you know what? This is going to be an upset, but I'm going to pick Spider-Man yeah. on PS4. Well, I'm not upset about it. You made the right choice. I, that was a fun extra life though, because I remember I was playing the I was playing through all the DLC. I saved the DLC for extra life and yeah, playing the game. You so. played through Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You tried to play through that game. Yeah, I know that. Uh, that was that year. Yeah, I played. That's when I picked up and played through a good chunk of it that year too. That was fun. But uh, moving on to the number four versus the thirteen. Uh, see, this one's pretty easy. I'm already gonna type it in before I even say it. Number four seed, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Okay. Number thirteen seed, Battlefield One. Yeah, Sword and Shield. Okay. I didn't even finish Battlefield 1. Yeah, I, I, I played a little bit of the campaign. I remember we, we made fun of it for a while. I was surprised it was on your list. I think it was like your... The number... pitching controls? Yeah. I think it's because I only pitching played controls. a little bit of it. Yeah, you didn't make it to the pitching. Uh, you, it was your number eight <laughs> game of 2015. Uh, so, yeah. moving on. So, this is a game I completely forgot existed, but number six seed. Uh, this was your fifth rated game for 2013, Dragon's Crown. Versus okay. the number 11 seed, Injustice 1. Oh, wow. Huh. Well, you know what, man? Oh, gosh. I did play... I did play plenty of Dragon's Crown. It looks great. I didn't finish it, but at the same time, for Injustice, Gods Among Us, Yep. man, that PS4, that game that I played, it was released on the 360, the PS3, but it also had, like, the next generation things. That's what I played it on. Yeah. It was on the PS4, and, like, I didn't play it on the Xbox One. But I did enjoy the story a lot inside Injustice One. God, I cannot get I cannot get that image out of my head of fucking Superman just laying waste to Shazam, you oh, know, yeah. with this with that fucking laser vision. Like, holy shit, that's a kid for God's sake. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. You know. Whew. Injustice One. Okay. That game was fantastic because I would pick Injustice One in that case and scenario. The gameplay was fantastic. I loved experimenting with a bunch of characters. It 
was made by the same people that did Mortal Kombat. Yes. And even though a bunch of the combos were like uh, kind of like the same input that you would do for like say MK9 and whatsoever, damn that game was so fun to play. And what's most hilarious about it, the trophies that I unlocked in terms of like multiplayer modes and stuff. I go on to PSN trophies. There, there's actually one that's considered one of the most rarest I've actually earned. <laughs> I find that so hilarious. Oh yeah, because. Yeah, like I have to like do so much for each character or whatever. Yep. Yep. Yeah, those games, are, those early, uh, uh, more combat and and just games were kind of bullshit when it comes to that. But moving on to the three versus fourteen seed, number three seed, a game we talked about earlier tonight, Rocket League, versus the fourteenth seed, Destiny One. Rocket League. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I played Destiny One a couple of different times, including with you and Jake. Yeah. But Rocket League is yeah. Rocket League. Yeah. I'm going with that. I understand. So, coming back here to the 7 versus 10 seed, we have a sequel to the game we just talked about. Injustice 2 at the 7 seed versus number 10 seed, Kirby Planet Robobot. Oh, my God. Planet Robobot was a fun game. But you know what? Injustice 2 was a better game. Mm-hmm. And, my God, Injustice 2, the story mode of itself, I liked it wasn't... I don't think it was, like, retrospectively thinking... It's been a while since I've played through both games. But, uh... I think the second one wasn't as strong, I want to say, as the first. But I mean that would be remembering it differently. Yeah. But I loved a lot of the characters. I have the complete edition Me to too. where I could download that damn game and get all the DLC characters to play. Injustice 2, I'm going to take over Planet Robobot. Just 2 is... is I, I enjoy it more. But it uh, definitely goes a lot deeper into the, the other characters. So, um, But moving on to the final matchup in the Jake's Into the Darkness bracket. Uh, the number two seed, Celeste, <laughs> versus the number 15 seed, Kirby Star Allies. A lot of a lot of uh, multiple, multiple games of the same franchise in this. Celeste. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, that's an easy one. All right, moving on into uh, Taco, uh, Taco Nine at Gable's house bracket. <laughs> So we have actually, so the number 16 seed, uh, there's two, so we have a playing game for that one. We have the number 16 seed, both of these are West of Loathing okay. versus Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Oh, boy. These are your last two, 2018, 2019, number 10 games. And what's and what's so sad about both of those games is like, those are both games I never finished, but it's like, I played more West of Loathing, and it's pretty goddamn hilarious, so I'm going to go West of Loathing. All right. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and type that into West of Loathing. All right, so uh, moving on here into the uh, uh, the official bracket of Taco Night at Gable's House. Uh, number one seed, Uncharted 4, versus number 16 seed, un- West of Loathing. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, West of Loathing. Yeah, goodbye, West of Loathing. We're going to go with Uncharted 4. Yeah. All right. That was quick. Yeah. Simultaneously won and lost the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, good for you. <laughs> Goodbye. All right. Moving on to the number, uh, to our, I'm sorry, to the eighth versus ninth seed here. At eighth seed, Gone Home versus the ninth seed, Pokemon Ruby for the 3DS. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Omega Ruby, and I did get Alpha Sapphire, but yeah, those Pokemon games are fucking fantastic. Both of them Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby. Gone Home was definitely a great experience to play through. I got it for free. I think it was on PSN. Yep, the same here. 
it was cool because it had that 90s sort of flair mm-hmm. and you could definitely see a lot of like homages to like the certain aspects of the the things like say the advertisement say for like for X Files or something inside of one of the guides or one of the other type of shit. It's been so long since I've played through the entirety of it. I already know how the story ends and everything. But Pokemon Omega Ruby. I'm definitely gonna go with that. Alright. Moving on here to the number five versus twelve seed. At the fifth seed we have Hat in Time at the twelfth seed. Mario Golf for the three DS. A hat in time. Mm. That was such a fantastic platformer. And I'll tell you what, that's another game where I have the Platinum 4 because it is that good. Yeah, very cool, man. That, yeah, that, I, I, that's one of those games I wanted to jump back to. So got to. Uh, but moving on to the next one here, we have Outlast versus Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Four oh, versus man, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget that fucking moment where it's like, you, myself, and Jake playing out actually no you and jake were playing outlast i think it was mm. or wasn't all three of us now that i think about it it was a free game on playstation plus yeah it was early it was like a it was like the february ps plus game like 2014 i remember like there yeah. were you me and like we had like eight people in a party chat playing through that we started all at the same time and played through that i we didn't beat <laughs> it but we played for a couple hours no i remember it like almost exactly you were you were getting really into it and your sister was like trying to come he's like oh jesus christ Tyler. Mm. all of a sudden it's like i hear you and jake and all of a sudden here I am playing it, and I'm just busting up laughing and stuff. Oh, fuck you, Jack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> no, but uh, the reason why I'm going to be picking Outlast in this case and scenario is because I still have the vivid memories of a couple of my friends and I sharing a motel room. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I forgot about this. <laughs> we were sharing a motel room and stuff because we were had like a performance the next night, like the next day. And uh, they popped in the laptop. They were playing to this one section. The dudes, they're hiding and stuff from the damn uh, dude looking under the beds and all this other shit. And all of a sudden, I just scream. I was like, where's my waffles? <laughs> Both of them just started laughing their asses off as I did that. And yeah, that was a, recur- that was a recurring theme, dude. Mm-hmm. That, that, damn, that was like back in 2014. That's hilarious. That's awesome. I remember, I remember that moment, and I remember the... When I came back, I fucking slept for like 11 hours because I got like three hours the night before. It's like, <laughs> so I woke up like around noon. It's like That was like my entire weekend of sharing a hotel room with, with uh, Jake in Vegas. I got like three oh hours of sleep the whole weekend because he snores. <laughs> but uh, alright, moving on here to the number six versus 11 seed. Number six seed, Tales of the Borderland. Borderlands okay. versus the 11 seed, Severed. Hmm. Hmm. Sever definitely was a fun game. I played that one on the Vita. I, you know, what's kind of hilarious about it is I have it on the Switch as well. I did get the Switch version. Hmm. I didn't play through. Actually, no, I didn't beat that game. That's a recurring thing on this list. I'll play through. I'll play games, but there are a lot that I won't finish, even though I should finish. But uh, Tales of the Borderlands, I'm going to go ahead and pick because I love the story, love the experience and stuff. And everything else really shaped itself really well. I still get kind of sad because of the whole thing with Scooter. Because Scooter ended up oh, dying yeah, inside that right. story. Catch your ride! I forgot like, about bam. that part. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to... Oh, God. I'm, already, I'm just going to type it in. Number th- yeah. The three seed versus the 14 seed. At the four, I'm going to do the 14 seed first. Firewatch. Okay. Versus the three okay. seed, Breath of the Wild. 
Oh, definitely Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on then to the seven versus ten seed. Here we got Persona Three Dance with a Dancing in Starlight. You said. And Persona Five Dancing in Starlight. Right, well, yeah, Persona. We have, well, Persona Three is is dancing. Which which dancing one? in Moonlight? Moonlight. That's all right. So that's the ten. That's the seven seed. Versus oh, okay. the the tenth seed, the Pokemon Let's Go games. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Let's go Pikachu. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, let's go Pikachu was a fun game and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it's definitely on the easy side. I definitely did have a good amount of fun with it. But at the same time, I spent a hell of a lot of time playing Persona Three, Dancing in Moonlight, and all those other dancing games. Then I'm going to take them over Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. All right. Okay, and moving on to the final matchup in our first round. Fire Emblem Awakening at the, at the two seed versus the 15th seed, Milgar Solid Ground Zeroes. Ooh. Fire Emblem Awakening. Okay, all right. I liked Ground Zeroes, but at the same time, Awakening, I know, is a fantastic game as well. Okay, very cool. Well, it ends the first round then. All right, so oh my god, that was the first round. <laughs> All right, Gables, moving on to the second round now. We're back into the hodgepodge bracket. The number one seed, Pokemon X and Y, versus the number nine seed, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Here we go. I was, I was looking forward to this one for a while. Hmm. I spent a lot of time with, like, uh, X and Y. I know that for a fact. But in terms of the quality of the game in comparison to Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon... I know Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon were a little bit more difficult in that retrospect. I did love the variety of characters inside the Alola region. Maybe not as much as some characters from X and Y, but at the same time, I'm going to go with Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. All right. Okay. Okay, moving on to the next one here. We have number five seed, Goat Simulator, versus Mm -hmm. the fourth seed, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z Fighters. All right, that's an easy one for me. I'm going to go with Dragon Ball Z Fighters. All right, wow, okay. That's a game I still go back to. <laughs> funny, the second round's easier for you than the first round. I did not see that coming. All right, moving on. So number six seed, Untitled Goose Game, versus the number mm-hmm. 14 seed, Persona 5, Dancing in Starlight, Moonlight? I put Dance in here. I don't know which one it is, but it's Persona 5 Dance Game, sorry. Okay, the Persona. Let's see the Persona Five Dancing in Starlight. Yeah, and what was the what was the last the previous? Oh, one? Uh, Untitled Goose Game. Okay, Untitled Goose Game. Man, I'll tell you what, man. It's like now this one's a little bit of a harder matchup because I enjoy both of those games a lot. Hmm. Yeah, I'm still playing through that Persona Five, like uh, dancing game and stuff. Well, you know what? I'm going to go with Untitled Goose Game. All right. Why? Because I did enjoy that game a lot. It may not have a lot of like replay value right now. I probably will in a while. But I'm going to go with Untitled Goose Game. All right. Very cool, man. Well, the, the Cinderella story is over for Persona 5 Dance and uh, whatever. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Sorry. To the number 10 seed, Earthbound Beginnings versus number 2 seed, Mario Odyssey. Super Mario Odyssey. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. That was wow. We flew through that one. I didn't, th- I didn't see that coming. All right. So moving on to the second round here of the uh, uh, Jack's credit card bracket, uh, we have the <laughs> Mario Maker One versus Resident Evil Two Remake. Mm. 
I'm gonna go with Mario Maker One. Oh wow! Okay, okay, okay. All right, then moving on to here, we have the uh, number five seed Sonic Mania versus number four seed Guacamelee. Ooh, ooh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I played through and enjoyed both, and I've actually played the original Guacamelee multiple times in that regards. But of course, that was a Super Turbo like Championship Edition. Oh yeah, that was the, the, the PS4 one, <laughs> not the original Guacamelee. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Sonic Mania Ooh, over okay. Guacamelee. Okay, okay. You there, Tyler? Yep, I'm here. I'm, I'm just I was typing in. Sorry. Um. All yeah, right. So Sonic Mania. Okay. Cool. All right. Then jumping into here, we have the number six seed Kirby Triple Deluxe versus the number three seed Doom 2016. Not Doom 2016, <laughs> yeah, dude. Obviously, obviously. All right. And now we have next up here the number seven seed, Smash Ultimate, versus number two seed, last year's Game of the Year, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh, <laughs> shit. Ooh, oh, shit. That's buddy. a tough Now, this is the matchup of the fucking bracket here. <laughs> mm. Both of them I still play to this day. I still play a lot of, like, uh, I haven't played, uh, as of late, I haven't played a lot of Smash Ultimate or Fire Emblem, like, Three Houses because of the fact that uh, I've been playing other games. But I have a lot of the DLC for both. <sighs> Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. I'm going with that. All right. All right. I respect that. I respect that. All right. Moving on. We're done with that. We're now moving on to the... Jake went to the darkness bracket. We have the number one seed uh, Mario Kart Eight versus the number eight seed Danganronpa. Ooh. So I'm gonna do story, or am I gonna do racing here? God, that's another tough matchup. Because not only did I play. Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U, like, for a good solid, I would want to say 30 hours or something like that, but I end up playing plenty of the Switch version, but not a hell of a lot. You know what, in terms of replayability and stuff, I'm going to go with Mario Kart 8. Alright, cool. I already typed it in, so. <laughs> He's going to make the right decision in the end. At least I hope. Alright, <laughs> moving on then. We have the number 12 seed here. Spider-Man PS4 versus the number four seed Pokemon Sword and Shield. You know what? Pokemon Sword was definitely a fun game. It's definitely a fun game, but... Uh, oh, there's a but. Oh my gosh. But at the same time, I did like playing Spider-Man, but the caveat here is I only played Spider-Man for like one night. I never beat the game... And I know for a fact that, uh, I know for a fact, if I had beat that game, I would probably take it over Sword and Shield. But I'm gonna go ahead and Pokemon Sword with this. I respect that argument. I respect that argument. I don't, I don't agree with with what you said, but I respect the argument. <laughs> All right, moving on into the uh, next next matchup here, we have the number eleven seed Injustice versus the number three seed Rocket League. Hmm, Rocket League. Mm -hmm. I understand. That's a tough one, but I understand that. All right. Moving on here then to Injustice 2 at the 7th seed versus the number 2 seed, Celeste. Celeste. All right. 
We, I like both both injustice games were almost or one round away from beat, from facing each other, but you know, <laughs> that would have been but hilarious. Two great fighting games, but I mean, I mean, under both of those, uh, two juggernauts they went up against. So, all right, moving on then to the next, the final bracket here of round two, the Taco Night at Gable's House bracket. We have the number one seed Uncharted Four versus the number nine seed Pokemon Ruby. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, Uncharted 4 was my game of the year, and then Pokemon Omega Ruby was the game that I fucking completed the Pokedex in. <laughs> Your number six game of 2014, Pokemon Ruby. Oh, my God. I'm thinking really hard about this one. Oh, no. I'm thinking really hard about it. <laughs> You're already <laughs> I'm sweating. Why am I sweating? Conclusions, like... Like what the? F- <laughs> <laughs> You're already thinking the worst case scenario. It's like, oh my god, he's actually gonna go there, isn't he? <laughs> hey man, it's your bracket. You do what you uh, want, but I, I, I know. I it's know, funny some of these ones where I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a fight for him. I can't wait for. He's like, oh, okay, this one. And then these ones where I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna type these ones in already. Like, it's like the ones yeah. you. It's like the ones you didn't anticipate. Yeah. I would have trouble on. It's the ones I'm having trouble on. <laughs> oh my god, Uncharted Four was such a great story. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire were great remakes, too, of the original games. But even I realized that the quality of a game story along with the gameplay does make for a total package here. <sighs> Uncharted 4. Okay, all right. I'll go with Uncharted 4. Oh, okay. Whew, I can breathe now. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving on then here to the number five seed Gables Hat in Time versus number four seed Outlast. Huh. Oh boy. Outlast was fun and I did play it multiple times. But you know what? A Hat in Time. Holy shit. A Hat in Time had a lot of good memorable moments. And I definitely would play through that game again. I mean, here's the thing. Both of those games are highly replayable. Highly replayable. But if I had to choose between the two, what I would replay more, I'd go Hat in Time. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go Hat in Time. All right. Wow. All right. Cool. Well, moving on here. Then, to the number six seed, Tales of the Borderlands. I'm just going to... Oh, fuck. I'm just going to type this one in already. Versus number (laughs) three seed, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And now moving on to number seven seed, Persona Three, the, the dancing game. Let's call them the dancing game. I don't know what they're called. Okay. Versus the number two seed, Fire Emblem Awakening. Fire Emblem Awakening. Oh wow. Okay. Ooh, I'm looking. Ooh, these are gonna be fun matchups here. I'm, it's only gonna get harder for you tables. <laughs> now we're getting to the nitty gritty. There's so many <laughs> Nintendo games. I don't know why I'm surprised. There's one, two, you know how three, I am, dude. <laughs> four, five, six. Seven, eight of the six sweet sixteen are Nintendo games. Half, half are Nintendo games. Yeah, uh, uh, why am I not surprised? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> All right, so moving on here to the the uh, first bracket here of the hodgepodge bracket. Numbers the the number one seed here, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Oh, I'm sorry, no, number nine seed, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, versus the number four seed, Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, 
Oh god, I got my there's like two of my loves right here. It's like I got Pokemon and I got fucking Dragon Ball. Uh That's funny. I played through both Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Like I played through each of those games and including when I had that kick when I played through all the fucking mainline Pokemon games in a row. Like eight fucking Pokemon <laughs> games before Pokemon Sword came out later that year, and I played through that one because holy shit! But uh, oh my god, Dragon Ball Fighters was such an such an interesting game too. I mean, hell, I didn't expect to enjoy that game that much. Hmm. I mean, so we're looking here. So Pokemon uh, Ultra Sun Moon were your number five games of two thousand and seventeen. And then yeah. Dragon Ball Fighters. Where was Dragon Ball Fighters ranked at? I'm trying to find out my list here. I'm sorry. It was your number seven game of 2018. Wow. <clears throat> this is going to be a hard one. This is definitely going to be a tough decision, but I'm going to go with Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. All right. All right. One of 13 Pokemon games left. <laughs> Kidding. One of 13. All right. Ooh, this is going to be a fun one here. I can't wait for this one. The sixth seed, Untitled Goose Game versus the two seed, Mario Odyssey. (laughs) Picking the goose or you picking Mario? I'm picking Super Mario Odyssey. You wrong. You made, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, Super Mario Odyssey is the first 3D Mario, in my opinion since Mario 64 where I feel like Mario Odyssey surpasses everything Mario 64 did and even in terms of like games that I've played before like Mario Galaxy and Mario Galaxy 2 I feel like Super Mario Galaxy the Super Mario Odyssey is better than those games dude that's that's how I feel I love that game all right that's cool so at the end of this bracket here we'll we'll get to it next but you have the 8 you have the the ninth seed versus the 2 seed and that that and that final there but moving on to the next bracket, the uh, Jack's credit card bracket, we have the one seed. So far, only one, one, only the only one seed knocked out is Pokemon X and Y. So the, you have all your one seeds left. Wow. Except for well, you have three of the four. So the one seed, Mario Maker, versus the five seed, Sonic Mania. Ooh. We're gonna go Super Mario Maker right. on this one. All right. The, the one seed makes the live. Ooh, we're, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> the number three seed, Doom, versus the number two seed, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit, here's... Well, you laugh now, but come next week and stuff, you're going to have this even worse than I do. <laughs> you're right. I don't, I, it's fun now, but you're right. Next week is going to be miserable. Oh, my God. We have Doom and Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh my god! Your number, I your did. number two seed of 2016 versus the number, or I'm sorry, the number two game of 2016 versus the number one game of 2019. Wow! Oh, just wow! You know what's more hilarious is I had an internal battle during the year that both Doom and Uncharted Four came out on which one would be the number one seed. Uncharted They're 4, both yeah. were interchangeable to me. But, uh, 
fuck. I'm gonna do it. Fire them on three houses. Oh, you son of a bitch. Okay, all right. It's so good too. All right. Well, we're going chalk there. One versus two seed next round. All right. Moving on into the uh, Jake and uh, went to the darkness bracket here. We have the one seed Mario Kart Eight versus the five seed. Or I'm sorry, the yep five seed. I'm sorry. Pokemon, no, wait, I can't read the four seed. Wow, I can't read. Okay, so this you have you have the one, two, three, and four seed left in this one. So you want all chalk here. So the one seed Mario Kart Eight versus the four seed Pokemon Sword and Shield. I'll tell you what, I did like Pokemon Sword and Shield, but Mario Kart Eight is the better game. Ooh, so I'm going with that. Wow, I did not see that coming. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. I'll tell you what, Tyler. Pokemon Sword and Shield definitely is a fun game and all the other stuff. But in comparison to, say, like Mario Kart 8 and the enjoyment I got out of that one, even on the Wii U and even parts of the Switch and stuff, I would not, in this case and scenario, go with Sword and Shield. Because I'll tell you what, beforehand and stuff, I feel like Mario Kart 8, I feel like, actually no, going back, I feel like Sword and Shield are not as replayable of Pokemon games as some of the other ones that were on this list, like Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, like uh, definitely Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire in that regards. But you know what? Yeah, Mario Kart 8, I feel, is the better game. Okay. All right, well, moving on then. We have the number three seed, Rocket League, versus number two seed, Celeste. (laughs) So we have Gable's... This is such a fucking joke. (laughs) This is fun. <laughs> so we have Gable's number two game of 2014 versus his game of the year, 2018. We have another number two against a number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. oh. This is going to, this is definitely going to upset some people, oh, boy. but this game was really important to me during the year that it came out, so I'm going with Celeste. Yeah, I, that's a tough call, man. I couldn't. I'd probably lean that way too, but that—that's when I first saw that one. That's like the first one where, like, I had that internal battle with myself, where I'm like, I don't know. But it's um, interesting. So you have one. So of the games left so far, you have one, two, three, four, five of the games that we've gone through. The the three brackets we've gone through are your game of the year. Five or your six games left, and the brackets we've gone through. Our game of the we're game of the year award winners. So moving on here to the next the final bracket for the Sweet Sixteen, the Taco Night at Gables House bracket. We have the number one seed Uncharted Four versus number five seed Hat Time. Uh oh. Oh no. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I'm gonna go Uncharted Four. All right. So that means we've had. Six of your final eight games will be games that were voted as your well not voted but picked as your game of the year for that year. So the only one knocked out so far, I believe, is Pokemon X and Y. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, all right. Moving on then to the final matchup of the Sweet Sixteen. Wings, yeah, Sweet Sixteen. We have the number three seed Zelda Breath of the Wild versus the number two seed Fire Emblem Awakening. Oh god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I've done multiple playthroughs of Awakening. I have done multiple playthroughs of Awakening. I, I kid you not, like two or three. Characters are great. Everything else is fun about that game. 
Uh, Breath of the Wild, though. Mm, it's Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Breath of the Wild was definitely a fun game, and that game definitely had a lot of mystery and appeal to it, and I had a fucking fantastic blast when it came to exploring all the dungeons, going through, getting all the various stuff, and then simultaneously not realizing that I did not upgrade my fucking inventory and went through that entire game having to pick and choose everything because I could not, for the life of me, find that damn dude to in- <laughs> upgrade my item <laughs> slots for the Korok seeds. <laughs> oh my gosh. Awakening was a great game. But I'm going to pick Breath of the Wild. All right, Gables. Here we are. We are in the final rounds of each bracket. We're in the lead eight. We have the number, the Cinderella story. I think. I think it's the it's the lowest seed left. The number nine seed, Pokemon Ultra Sun Ultra Moon, versus the number two seed, Mario Odyssey. Hmm. Mind you, th- you have six of your eight final games are were previously rewarded as your game of the year. I know. This is the toughest of the tough right here. Oh, Gables, this is no. I'm looking at the rest. It's not the toughest of the tough. This is the easiest probably one for you the rest of the way through. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going Super Mario Odyssey. All right, all right. All right. Wow, okay. All right. So say goodbye to the hodgepodge bracket. That was the last one. All right. Moving on to the final matchup of the Jack's credit card bracket. We have Mario Maker 1 versus Fire Emblem Three Houses. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Ooh, wow, that was way that was way too fast. Okay, 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 okay. Moving on then to the final matchup of Jake went to the darkness bracket. Mario Kart 8, the number one seed, versus the number two seed, Celeste. Hmm. I like Mario Kart 8. Mm-hmm. But Celeste is going to take the cake. Okay. All right. Celeste is the winner. So, yep. We are so far three of the four are Game of the Year winners. Moving on then here. We have Gables, number the number one seed. Your 2016 Game of the Year award winner, Uncharted 4, versus the number three seed, your 2017 second favorite game, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Who you got? Oh! <laughs> I turned four and Breath of the Wild against each other. Oh my god. These games were at least like a year apart from one another. But man. Ooh, buddy. I know. Both of them. Both of them are contenders for like my games of the generation. Because both are fantastic. I enjoyed a lot of them. But you know what? I'm giving it to Breath of the Wild. Alright. And there's a good reason for that. I spent a good solid month playing that goddamn game. I got whatever I could. I had so much fun playing it. I had a lot of fun playing Uncharted 4 as well. That tied up Nathan Drake's story arc so well in that regards. And I did love a lot of the moments. But, yeah, I'm giving it to Zelda. All right, very cool, man. 
So it's one three in the morning here, and I'm actually really upset that we're close to the end. I, I could do this all night. I'm having fun with this. <laughs> but um, all right, moving on. We're in the final four cables. We oh have we have two number ones about to face each other, and we have the number two seed versus number three seed. So the number one seed from the hodgepodge bracket, Mario Odyssey, versus oh, I'm sorry, no, this was number two seed from the Jack's credit card bracket, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Who you got? I take it back. This is the toughest matchup I've had so far. I have, quite honestly, what I would consider the best 3D Mario game going square in tow, which what I would personally feel like is the best Fire Emblem game that I've played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like Three Houses even more so than Awakening because that in and of itself is how good of a story, how good the characters are, and how good the gameplay is however the same same time mario is yeah super mario odyssey that game in of itself is also a long ass game but it's also a long ass good quality game <laughs> all the moons all the various stuff around it all the great moments in that regards But hell, I played Fire Emblem Three Houses for like fucking like two hundred and something hours. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am, I'm playing a game like Super Mario Odyssey where I had like over twenty hours and stuff, and I went through, and I played that game, and it definitely did have a great impact. Man, Fire Emblem <coughs> Houses though, when that game when that game came out, it was like a total like. Uh, I didn't even know if I was even going to play that game at that time. I decided because I heard praise about it. I was mixed when the Treehouse stuff was unveiled. But, you know, at the same time, it was the one that I completely caught me by surprise on how much I enjoyed it. And yeah, I still do want to play that game. (laughs) But also, I want to really play through Super Mario Odyssey again, because that's a game that I'll still be playing years down the line. Consequently, both of them are going to be games I'm going to play years down the line. But you know what? When it comes down to it, I'm going to go with the one I know for a fact that I would go and pick in a heartbeat, and that's Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Moving on then to the final matchup of the final four. We have the number two seed, your 2018 game of the year, Celeste, versus your second favorite game from 2017, the number three seed, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, God. Both of these games are very important during their initial years when they released for me. Zelda Breath of the Wild was definitely a game that was my reward after hunting down for a fucking Nintendo Switch. As a matter of fact, that Nintendo Switch, that same one, is staring me right in the face right now as I'm recording. Mm -hmm. And I still have great memories of playing Breath of the Wild, God, randomly on my TV, doing this and that. But at the same time, Celeste came at a good, good time inside of my inside of that time of the year and stuff, the darkest my life had been up until that point 
I played this game, and I felt like I was definitely motivated to go through and go through a lot of other, sh- like, <laughs> go through in a bunch of Eternal Battles and do all sorts of various shit mm-hmm. as well. Both of these games were heavily important. Both of these games bought, brought great joy and happiness to what I went through and did. And as much, as much as I like Celeste and how important that game was, I will go and pick Breath of the Wild. All right. Because that's a game, that's a game I'm still having fond memories of, and it's definitely a game I will replay. To be perfectly honest with you, everyone that's listening in, these four games that were laid in this Final Four bracket will be games I'll go through and play down the line, years down the road. Right. But yeah, we're going to go with Breath of the Wild. Okay, well, very cool, man. Well, we're going to do a special third place finish matchup here. We have the number two seed from your Jake's credit card bracket, your number one game of 2019 versus the Jack or Jake went to the darkness bracket, your number one game of 2018. So 2018 and 2019 game of the year award winners. Final Blue Three Houses versus Celeste. Who you got for third place? Hmm. Interesting. I will go with Fire Emblem Three Houses. Okay. All right. Very cool then. All right. Moving on then to the very finals. We have the number one seed, or no, I'm sorry, number two seed from the. I, I, I switched pages. I'm sorry. I, I, I wrote in the brackets down and I switched pages. Yeah, they are <laughs> the hodgepodge bracket. Sorry, your number number one game from 2017 versus Taco Nino Gables House, the number three seed. Your second favorite game from 2017. So you have number one versus number two for 2017. Mario Odyssey versus Breath of the Wild. Who you got? Holy shit! From the same year. Yep. <laughs> from number the same year. Number one versus number two. This is going to tell you. It's been almost three years since we've done our uh, Game of the Year awards winners, so uh, it tells you where, where these are going to stand. You know, when it comes when it comes time. So to put in perspective here, when it comes to the perspective here, it's like Mario Odyssey. I remember that game back then, alongside Breath of the Wild. Both were fantastic games, and that was a crazy year of game releases. Mm-hmm. Absolutely crazy. And honestly, when I think back on it now, I still feel the same way like I did back then. I'm going to go with Super Mario Odyssey because that game in of itself, like I said, it holds near and dear to me because I love, I love the, I definitely love the 3D Mario games in that retrospect. And like I said before, the best 3D Mario game, in my opinion, is Super Mario Odyssey. Answered every single thing that I looked for inside of a natural evolution and a successor to Super Mario 64. Breath of the Wild. It's a fantastic game. In and of itself, it matches the same tones as I would feel playing through the original Legend of Zelda for the first time. At the same point, the game in and of itself is great, but in terms of spec. And in terms of like critique and like other Zelda games in that regards, or you know, not even towards other Zelda games, inside of that year and of itself, the reason why I put that game in number two is because of how enamored and how how happy I was playing through Super Mario Odyssey 
and having it hit on all cylinders. So you know what? That's <laughs> that's my that's my number one game. Right. Though, Super Mario Odyssey. Very cool, Gables. So uh, that's awesome. So a fun little fact for you. When I was typing this out. Twenty-three of your sixty-five games that were on this list were uh, were Nintendo exclusives. Wow. So one third. So I thought that was a little fun little fact for you there. But uh, yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, um, that was a lot more fun than, you know, I was like, I was putting this together, I'm like, oh, this is fun, I like this, this is cool. Uh, this was a lot more fun to uh, hear, like, especially all the surprises were like, like I said, you didn't know, even I was doing this, you didn't know what any of the matchups no. were or anything like that. Um, so yeah. Was, and I sure as hell didn't know that it would be, it would be number one, number two, Mario and Zelda. Yeah, you're, you're one of two games <laughs> from 2017. That's awesome. I and I'm very surprised. One of the big surprises that uh, initially doing this is how far up Fire Emblem Three Houses went, because I was not expecting that game to be as good as it was when it released last year, and I definitely did not expect that game to go over games like, say, Doom 2016, or even, like, freaking other stuff, you know? Yeah. So I went to, I was as a Google Doc, so I went ahead and sent you your bracket so you can see it, uh, the way it was typed out, so... Um... Right. Yeah, this was uh, this was fun. I had a lot of fun with this. Um, it's oh my god, definitely really excited for um, next week. But yeah, so you had number one Mario Odyssey, number two Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild, versus, and number three Fire Emblem Three Houses, number four Celeste. So uh, very cool. I, I yeah, that was that's really I had a lot of fun with this. Uh, you know, it was funny when when I made, when I decided to do this, I was like, I was looking at you know this you know our show it's gonna be releasing it's trivia out. It's already been out for a few days now. But I really said, I was like, oh man, we got like two or three topics. We're going to be done in a half an hour. I'm like, this will fill at least another half an hour. Here we are. Oh my God. Two hours and 45 minutes into a recording session. <laughs> I'm like, we did a whole episode and then we made a whole another episode. And then next week we're going to do a whole episode and then we're going to do uh, my version. Um, so oh my God. what I'm going to do is, because I don't want to look at mine, I'll, I'm going to put the bracket together. I'm going to do the first round. Okay. I'm going to put it in our in our show notes, and then I'm going to send it to you. So next week, you can do right. mine, because I don't want to see my matchups after the first round. So okay. that way I can have the surprises like you had. But uh, yeah. Oh, my God. So thank you guys so much. I'll tell you what. Yeah, go ahead. Um, before we go, I'll just say this. Like, thank you, Tyler, for coming up with this type of situation, this type of, like, game in and of itself, because that's awesome. I wasn't even thinking. I was actually totally caught off guard with this, to be perfectly honest with you. But what's most surprising and what's hilarious about it, the top four games, whether it be Mario Odyssey, Zelda, Fire Emblem Three Houses, and Celeste, all of them are Switch games. Yeah. Well, Celeste isn't a Switch oh, game, but it was it, it was first me, on Switch. how much I enjoy my fucking Nintendo consoles. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. It's funny to think about it. All four, you played all four of those games on your Switch, so that's pretty funny. But, um, yeah. Thank you guys for... Yeah, I'm still here. Are you still here? Oh. Gibbles? Hello. Hello. I'm here. Okay, cool. Little, I'm here. All right, I had a little issue there. But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we'll be back in a few days with a normal show. But I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll do a normal show. And then we'll do my bracket. But uh, yeah, once again, thanks for listening. I was Joseph. I was Tyler. And I've been Colonel Gables. See you next time, everyone. Bye, guys. See ya.